It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. What's up? We're bringing that back. We've done that a couple of times. What's up? Uh, so is Bud. They're bringing it back. They're using it in commercials. It's smart. Why wouldn't you? It was brilliant at the time. And you know what? I still like it. People still do it from time to time. What's up? In fact, maybe that'll be the greeting when we all get out of lockdown. When you finally get to see your friends again in person and not over Zoom. What's up? Who knows? It might be something like that. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I, in particular, am very excited about today. This long April is almost over. And the good news is that uh, May is just around the corner and a lot of things are going to reopen. So today... Doug Ford is going to lay out the framework for how Ontario can open again when lockdown is over. And it's funny because I tweeted this out. And as soon as I tweeted it out right away, instantly, like clockwork, like people are just sitting on Twitter waiting for a chance to pounce. Too soon. It's too soon. He shouldn't be doing it. It's too soon. Will you calm the fuck down? He's not announcing that we're open for business. He's not going to say, lockdown's lifted, bitches. Just get back to, to party and to your usual clubs stuff. are all open up tomorrow. Yeah. He's not doing that. Right. He's not announcing that we're reopening. He's announcing that when we do reopen, here's how it will work. I.e., first things to reopen will be, say, outdoor activities. Golf courses are going to reopen. I'm really freaking excited about this. Mm-hmm. Golf is one of those things, though, that you can do socially distanced. Uh, maybe parks and playgrounds will open up for families. Now, there's still going to be rules attached to it. I, you still have to be two meters apart from the person next to you. But for the most part, we'll be able to do certain things. Again, uh, hairstylists may reopen. That would be great. They'll probably have to wear a mask. You could probably go to the dentist in phase one, and it is going to be a phased-in approach. So before you jump down the premier's throat, fucking too soon, shit. No, calm down. He's just announcing that when we do reopen, this is how it will work. Um, The education minister took a lot of shit yesterday because he announced the schools are going to be closed until May 31st. Everywhere I looked, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, people were freaking out. Well, why doesn't he just cancel the rest of the year? Come on, we all know it's going to be canceled for the rest of the year. Just fucking cancel it. Well, can't do that because we don't know if it's going to be canceled for the rest of the year. And the reason is very simple. If they do start to ease restrictions and people do start going back to work, they have to have somewhere to send their kids. We had many strike days throughout the year. And if you don't recall, it was chaos with people trying to find daycare. Yeah. Imagine if people are told, yeah, you got to go back to work, but schools are canceled. Okay, well, that's a month and a half, for example, that people have got to find daycare. And it just doesn't work like that. You can't, and you can't find it. Like, that's the thing. is, you There was a daycare, uh, there was a shortage of, of daycare spots available to begin with, and now you're trying to put in even more people maybe than would have been, and you're afraid that it's not like everybody has parents or a village around them to, to help out. So sure, there's a lot of issues there. Eh, you know, it's just, oh, just announced they're closed. God damn it, close the schools. Well, they are closed. They've been closed since, what, March the 13th. The problem is we can't say for sure indefinitely they are closed until September or October or whatever. And by the way, chances are they're going to close again in the fall when we get the second wave of this pandemic. So everybody just wait for the announcement. Calm down. Don't jump all over everybody just because you think that this is how it should be done. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that uh, the the special was on last night. 
Oh, yes. Stronger together. Before we get to that, can I just do a quick thank you so much? Because you're over there in your house and you are isolating and you're doing everything right. And here in the studio, I had posted on Instagram about how we were running low on hand sanitizer. And I just want to give a shout out to these guys um, at Hillwood. They're actually one of the those companies that switched from being d- the, doing their regular thing, the Pepperell Distilling Company, to making hand sanitizer. And they, they dropped, were a booze company? Yeah. They, dro- they dropped off hand sanitizer for me to use. And, of course, uh, the, the few people that, that work in the office. Right now, there's, I think, three or four of us total that are here every single day. But they dropped it off for us today. So thank you so much to those at Hillwood. I really appreciate it. Josh, Cameron, I want to make sure I get all these names. Kyle, Rebecca, and Nate, great team of people doing their thing. So we appreciate you. Thank you so much for that. Oh, that's really good. You know, the good that comes out in some of these businesses, the ones that have stepped up to produce PPE or whatever, has been so awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really great. Um, so, yes, last night. So for those, uh, we have a lot of American podcast listeners, and thank you so much for that, and all around the world for that matter. So basically what we had here in Canada last night that aired for us was our Canadian version of the One World Together at Home. And yes, we did have that here. Tons of people watched it. Tons of people helped to donate during it. We had our own for Food Banks Canada specifically. That's what they were asking for donations to. So we had our usual Canadian suspects on there for the most part, although we'll talk, we'll talk about this, but I'll tell you who was on it. We had Alessia Cara performing. We had uh, Justin Bieber, who was a part of the Lean On Me uh, production with Michael Buble was in that one. You also had Avril Lavigne. Celine Dion spoke at one point. Shania Twain did a performance as well. And then it ended off with our uh, leader of the country, Drake. So that was... uh, (laughs) For those who don't know, he's the real prime minister. (laughs) He's the real prime minister. It's funny, actually, our prime minister, Justin Trudeau, who's actually known around the world for various different reasons, but he actually kind of opened for Drake. As soon as he started talking, Scott, I thought, okay, that's it. They're wrapping it up because it was nine, almost, was it nine or eight o'clock whenever it ended on the nose? And I thought, okay, this is the end. Nope. Drake came on and talked for three and a half minutes. I know because I taped it, but three... Three and a half minutes, Drake got the last word in. Uh, anyway, but I thought it was, I thought those were all things of notes that I mentioned. And did I miss any that really stood out to you? Okay, well, I do want to spend a little bit of time talking about this. And just on what you were saying, I do want to point out here that the prime minister speaks to a certain segment of the population that doesn't give a shit about Drake. But Drake speaks to a segment of the population that doesn't give a shit about Justin Trudeau. So it's good that they gave them both time to speak and reiterate the message because we just want people to get the message. And if you, it resonates with you because Drake said it, great. Or from Trudeau, great. But either way, all the bases were covered. That's awesome. You know, I kind of had the same problem with last night that I have with the Junos, for example. And I don't know why we keep doing this, but... If there were, what, 10 performances last night, probably seven of the 10 artists haven't had a hit in the last 20 Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. And I was watching that thinking every time we do a Canadian production, we just pander to that lowest common denominator, maple syrup drinking, moose riding, cops on horses, shit, stereotype about Canada. And it drives me bananas. Like, Burton Cummings was on last night. Why? Yeah. Anne Murray performed last night. Why? 
I don't understand why every time we do something that's Canadian, we got to trot out Anne Murray and pump some oxygen into Burton fucking Cummings so he can come out and perform and drag out this whole list of performers that nobody is listening to on a day-to-day basis. Or sorry, only a very small segment of the population is listening to on a regular basis. And I'm looking at all the different Canadian artists that weren't there. And I'm wondering, uh, was Sean Mendez not invited or did he say no? Mm-hmm. Where was Elijah Woods and Jamie Fine? I mean, if you listen to Top 40 or Adult Contemporary Radio in this country, if you listen for more than half an hour, I guarantee you're going to hear a Virginia to Vegas song, or you're going to hear a Jamie Fine and Elijah Woods song, or you're going to hear this or that, or where was Loud Luxury last night? Uh, why didn't um, Alyssa Reed perform? Wh- where's Party Next Door? You know? Like, we have owned the American billboard charts for about five years in this country. And I don't understand why we had Buffy St. Marie taking up six minutes of airtime last night with all those other current contemporary Canadian bonafide superstars sitting on the sidelines. Well, I just don't get it. What I will tell you is um, production was run, if I'm not mistaken, mainly by CBC. So that tells Ah, you a lot right there. Yeah. Um, and I think Bell, if I'm not mistaken, Bell Media had some production involvement as well. But I know CBC was involved. And when CBC is involved, there has to be a certain amount of diversity that is added to it. And that's kind of their reason. That's That would be what I would think of would be the reasoning why. What I can also tell you is when you mentioned it, the Junos. So for those that don't know, I worked very short time, one season only, one round only for the Juno Awards. And this was the issue I had at the Junos. I was involved in marketing and they wanted to bring out all these similar types of of groups and singers. Did they have a hit? No, but they got the regular fucking phone call every year uh, for them to come on stage and perform even though they don't have a hit song. And it is it can be frustrating, especially when maybe you're missing out on another artist or an up-and-coming artist that you know, hey, this one's going to do well, but you have to play you know, the Anne Marie's and the Jan Arden's and you got to keep them happy as well. That's what it seemed Why? like to me. That's what it seemed like to me from my perspective because they they want to, they, they, I don't know. I, I think that they want to make sure everybody's happy. But when you look, guys, go ahead and Google it. Google it if you don't believe what we're saying or you're unsure about what we're talking about here. Google the Stronger Together special. The only things that will pop up for you are the Justin Bieber's, are what Drake had to say. Maybe a Michael Bublé, an Avril Lavigne, a Ryan Reynolds. He was also on the show for a small time too. You're not going to see very much about all those other artists that maybe Scott had mentioned and you went, who's that now with the who? Who? You're not going to see that. It's just not happening. I just don't understand. For those who don't know, every radio and television station and now even internet companies are on the, the clock for this one too. They all pay into this Canadian Talent Development Fund. And we pay millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. And that's supposed to be to fund the next generation of Canadian content. Well, if we're spending all this money to market all this Canadian content around the world, I don't understand why we don't do it here. And I get that there's a certain amount of pride, I guess, that goes with seeing uh, Buffy St. Marie 
I guess uh, somebody must like it. Um, who are some of the other ones? I can't even think of it. Even Bare Naked Ladies. I mean, let's be perfectly honest. The Bare Naked Ladies, great. They had a lot of hits in the late 90s, maybe a little bit in the early 2000s. But where have they been lately? Why were they opening up the show? I know they were on with Michael Buble, but there's so many other younger Canadian artists that probably could have brought in a younger demographic. And they're probably the ones who need to hear that message mm-hmm. a lot more than your atypical Burton Cummings or Anne Murray fan. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and maybe there were, I mean, maybe we're wrong. Maybe th- maybe there was a lot of the older demographic that saw Anne Murray and got excited. Canada Songbird, there she is. I don't know of any of them personally, but maybe maybe that's the case. I'm not too sure. We'll, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but it feels like it's never going to change, though. When you look at something like the Junos, for example, and we talked about the Junos pretty openly before, year after year, we say the similar thing, and, and people don't talk about it, but... That's well, the it's reason why. It's, That's it's poor the reason form. why. Like, even on radio, we're not supposed to talk about that sort of shit on radio. We're supposed to pretend, I guess, like it's the greatest thing ever that that Getty Lee came out last night. And Getty Lee, okay, I guess, is still relevant to some fans. At least it's a slightly different demographic than your atypical Ann Murray fan. But, I mean, God forbid you say anything negative about any Canadian artist. And really, I'm not. I'm just saying that where's the next generation? Why wasn't Party Next Door there? Why wasn't uh, 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 Sean Hook, Alyssa Reed, Virginia to Vegas, Walk Off the Earth? Like You name it. Artists that you hear every single day on Top 40 Radio. Where was Loud Luxury last night? Did they even think to invite Dead Mouse? Like, let's get a little more contemporary here, guys. Where's Tate McRae, the- damn it? Where's goddamn Tate McRae? <laughs> Fuck. No, I, I know. I hear you. Uh, anyway, you can let us know your thoughts anytime. Felix you- Cartel. You- like, sure. sure. 35% of the music we play on the radio is Canadian. None of it is Anne Murray. It's all the artists that we just listed off. And yes, we know. Like, we don't know the ins and outs. Perhaps they did contact Sean and Sean said, you know what? I'm going to peace out on this one. I'm going to take a break for a while. I've been on social media too much. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. But just as an example, maybe they did contact some of these artists. Maybe they didn't get back to them in time. I mean, we really don't know. Sure. But for the most part, they could have made it a lot more relevant to the younger audience. Now, here's the question, though. Would they have been likely to help support the Food Banks Canada? Because that's their key right now is try to get the money. Maybe I, the younger, maybe they did figure this out. Maybe they calculated it more than we think. And they thought, uh, are all the younger demographics, though, if we just keep it to the new up and coming, is that demographic going to pony up and give us some money? So they thought, no, nah, older people will. That's my thought. That, that okay. when it, If it comes down to the money, that makes sense to me. Somewhat. But the other point of that, I mean, yes, it was to raise money. But how often is it that you see CTV, Global, City, and CBC all work together for one production? It doesn't happen that often. They were broadcasting a Global logo, logo on CTV and vice versa. Uh, that doesn't happen very often. And for them to all get together, part of it was to make us all feel united as Canadians, all on Team Canada, working together to to stay home and make some sacrifices in our life for the greater good. Mm -hmm. I I just don't know how many people they actually reached with that. I I mean, I'm sure when people saw uh, Michael Buble come on, they were probably like, oh, I've heard of that guy. He's good. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. And then as things went on and on and on, and let's try to Brian fucking Adams again. And here comes Ann Murray and there's Burton Cummings and shit like it was mind-blowing that that went on as long as it did there was a stretch of like six performers that haven't had a hit in 20 years it was very very strange to me in any case um 
that's that. A lot of money was raised, and you can continue to contribute to the fund. And a shout-out to the organizers of Stronger Together. It was not an easy task to coordinate all that and videos coming in from every corner of the country and beyond and have to piece all that together, especially that song, Lean On Me. I mean, to have all those different singers lay down their vocals and not only produce it for television, but also get it radio quality so it can be broadcast, that was no easy feat. So good job to the organizers in that sense. Um, They're flying jets over Toronto today. I love that. I'm a plane guy, and there's going to be CF-18s flying over the city. That's really cool. One of the things I I always love is is a good air show and it's unfortunate but a few years back they ended up here in the region they had uh, the air show that went in the waterloo airport and then they had to stop it it was basically a funds issue so they couldn't make the money that they needed to do it and carry on which always pissed me off because for a few years there i would go it's kind of flies right over like the breslaw area you get a great seat so i would go over to my brothers and we watch it and have some drinks and then they took it away so if you get the air show today over in toronto enjoy it that's some entertainment right there if you're in isolation just head out to the backyard or look out your window and you see that that's pretty sweet i don't know if um it's really going to fall into the air show category no, i mean it's it won't NATO go that low, training exercises uh, no they are going to be quite high you're absolutely right about that but i do think there's something to it uh down in the states trumpy there organ or has arranged for there to be air shows from the blue angels which are basically their snowbirds and they're going to happen in major cities all across america during the lockdown so people can and look up and see the planes doing a show for free. I kind of wish we would do something like that here. I mean, I, I don't know if the snowbirds are busy, but they only hold one pilot per plane. So I have to think that that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun. Everybody loves those sort of things. And that is also a good sense of pride as well, because the CF-18s, as old as they are, are still some very, very good uh, jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, in radio, we see it all the time. People go ape shit for free stuff. People love it. doesn't matter if they don't want it, if they don't like it. They could absolutely hate it. If it's for free, they want it. People come up to us all the time. Yeah, yeah, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, you, you got uh, free samples? You got keychains? You got t-shirts? You got <laughs> what whatever? You got? Yeah, they don't even listen to the radio station and they want a free t-shirt. It's, it's always blown me away. So in the States on Friday, Wendy's across America, for anyone who used their drive-thru, got a free four-piece chicken nugget meal. And one guy decided, well, if they're giving them away for free, I'm going to get mine. This guy decided to drive 17 miles across two different states. It took him five hours to hit every Wendy's within a 17-mile radius. He went to 11 different Wendy's locations and collected his four free nuggets at each one of them. That is okay. And when I looked at the photo and I did look this up because uh, you posted this on uh, scottandcat.ca. This looks like exactly the type of person without even needing to see this photo. This is exactly what I pictured. Just actually, he looks a little like vanilla ice, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, now, I don't exactly, know what ice is doing now. Picture? Isn't that what people picture? You know, it, right? And and second thought I had was this would be a great Harold and Kumar type film, wouldn't it? <laughs> Douchebag goes to Wendy's. Yeah, just like the White Castle episode. But I just want to know his journey. Let's just talk about his journey. Uh, you know, like I said, the lengths that people will go to sometimes to get anything for free, it never ceases to amaze me what people will do. Really, really messed up.
at the end of this podcast, we will have a replay of missed connections from this morning on our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat. One more thing I want to mention here. This is for a good cause in support of the Canadian Red Cross Stronger Together Nova Scotia Fund. Tim Hortons has rolled out a Nova Scotia Strong Donut. It's available starting today in Nova Scotia for our listeners on the East Coast. We love you and still gutted about what you guys went through last weekend. For the rest of the country, they come out on Wednesday. I'm just wondering, and maybe this is a rhetorical question. Is it kind of an insult that they released a donut for you? I mean, it's not like they released a a statue or or commemorative cup. It's not like there was a commemorative... Some kind of Nova Scotia cup. I don't know. Either way, it's hard. That's that's difficult. But that's kind of what Tim Hortons does, isn't it? They just do donuts. And they've raised money in a lot of different ways for their donuts. So I guess that makes sense. But it's also... Yeah, I agree with you. It's kind of weird. It is a little strange. And I'm not belittling it. And I'm not shitting on Tim Hortons. Because they will sell them. And they will raise money for this cause. And I don't know exactly where that money goes. But I assume there's people who need it if there's people... Uh, raising money for it. But I will say it's it's kind of strange that we're going to honor you with a donut. Like, let's keep in mind, they also honor every CFL and NHL team with their own donut. There's a Raptors donut. There's a Blue Jays donut. There's a fucking Winnipeg Blue Bombers donut. I mean, it just seems so casual and matter of fact that I don't even know if I'd feel okay eating it, given that this donut is in. Yeah. Only in existence yeah. because, what, 22 people got murdered yeah. in cold blood? That, that's kind of a weird thing. I'm not quite sure how I feel about it. Uh, I might opt just to go with the traditional crueler and just donate some money if there's a box at Tim Hortons and just stick some cash in there right. and we'll be good to go. Because <laughs> I don't know if I really want the Nova Scotia strong donut. Uh, they did bring in Nathan McKinnon and Sidney Crosby to promote it. It's always fun when those two that get is together, very, isn't it? very good. The uh, speaking of sports duos that really seem to work together, (laughs) the amount of people talking about that Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix. Have you watched it yet? So I have it's it's on my list. I have my list on Netflix and I'm kind of slowly getting through my list. I don't I wish I wish I could have seen it all already. I really do. But I'm very interested. It's on my list and I will be watching it. I watched, sorry, I haven't watched any of it either, but I get the tweet updates and it seems like info about it is leaking out in dribs and traps. One of the stories that I read just this morning is that they used to schedule like total bullshit film sessions for the Chicago Bulls so that Dennis Rodman couldn't go to Vegas on team off days. I guess if the if the team had an off day, he was going to find the first flight he could get on and get to Las Vegas and then come back when it's game day. So they used to schedule these film sessions so that Rodman couldn't leave. And when you've got Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and all the rest of them sitting around watching film that they know is pointless. And the only reason they're doing it is to keep Rodman in town. That's pretty funny. That's when you know you have a problem. Like everybody around you doesn't want to talk openly about it, but they just want to do enough to keep you present and not have you go fuck off to Vegas. Yeah. Dennis Rodman, that would also be an interesting docuseries on the life of Dennis Rodman because it's mm -hmm. outrageous. Right. From NBA champion to Kim Jong-un's best friend in America, Dennis Rodman, the same guy. It's so strange. I mean, the modern day equivalent would be if all of us at the radio station got together and said, 
Guys, Kat's got a real drinking problem. Every day she goes for happy hour over at Moose Winooski's. So we're going to start scheduling all our staff meetings at 3 p.m. So Kat can't go get bombed <laughs> like, at happy could hour. Could you imagine you found out that people went to that great of lengths to stop you from doing something that you're doing? Right. That's crazy. Unbelievable. Uh, speaking of Kim Jong-un, I don't know if he's alive or dead, but it, it seems <laughs> the amount of Weekend at Bernie's memes that are going around right now That's- is awesome. People are getting a friendly reminder about how great Weekend at Bernie's is. But is he alive or dead? And why is this even an issue? Because TMZ, who's usually fairly reliable, said yesterday he's dead. But then everybody else is saying, no, 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 he's alive. He's very much alive. So I don't know. We have no idea. And it's not like they're going to, if they want to not tell us the truth, they'll continue to say that. And until we hear from him, which I'm totally picturing a uh, um, I'm totally picturing Bernie. Like, don't you picture that when we finally hear from him? Like, someone's waving his arm like, hello, I am alive. <laughs> yeah, like, they've got alive. him hooked up with a series of levers and pulleys. Oh, make sure he waves, pull it's the cord. So oh, hello, my people. I don't even know what a North Korean accent sounds like. (laughs) So good. But you know all the there's no shortage of news outlets and things looking for other things to focus on. So you know, especially maybe in the States, someone's going to be all over it and we'll find out soon enough. Oh, it's great. Uh, Trumpy is a big friend of Kim Jong-un. He says, I'm actually kind of surprised America didn't offer to send a cardiologist over there to do the surgery for him. Not that America necessarily wants Kim Jong-un alive, but it's kind of the devil you know versus the one you don't, right? Mm. It wouldn't have surprised me if they had or if there was some sort of an offer there anyway. Okay, everybody, we're going to roll. Thank you for listening to After 9. We will have more editions coming out this week. And, oh, it's Monday, so we will leave you like we always do. Yeah, that's with Missed Connections. Enjoy. This is Missed Connections, where we tell you the stories of people that can't find other people. And there was an encounter, but all they could do was tell the story online, hoping the other person would see it and contact them. This first one is called To the Cyclist on Main Street, Man for Woman. I passed you. You sped up. And then we rode along beside each other for a while. I really enjoyed the stimulation to keep up. But I had to turn onto another street. We had the same brand of bike and you were carrying a backpack and rocking a full-face helmet. (laughs) (laughs) It seemed a warm day to have your face all glass boxed in and stuff. You had a beautiful, long, blonde ponytail hanging out the back. It would be very nice to ride alongside you again sometime. What were our matching bike brands so I know it's you? Um, okay. First off, in this day and age... I don't blame that person for riding with a full helmet on. I'm envisioning like a motorcycle style helmet while they're mm-hmm. out b- riding a regular bicycle. That's what it seems like to me. Okay. I, I don't think you're supposed to ride up beside somebody, especially right now. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. Uh, in, in fact, there's a suggestion that there should actually be more bike lanes and wider sidewalks with narrower roads once the the pandemic restrictions start to ease up a little bit so that people can be further apart. Now, there's absolutely no reason that you need to be riding side by side with somebody else. And I have to think that if she didn't really give you the time of day or pull over to talk to you, she probably wasn't that interested, bro. And had a full face helmet on. That's the (laughs) equivalent of being at the gym and not turning down or pausing your music when someone talks to you. She ain't interested. Move it along. Exactly. Exactly. Keep, Keep on peddling. Yeah. I was really interested in you, but I had to turn. 
Well, were you really that interested oh. then? Because I don't know if you were really that interested. If I don't make this turn onto Charles, I'll never be able to get back again. So <laughs> I only know how to get there one way. If I don't turn now, I'll be lost forever. <laughs> I only know this one exact route. Ponytail, tell me what kind of bike it was. I don't know, I've got a bike. I have no idea what make it is. I'm sure some people are real into that sort of thing. I have no idea. It's just a bike. Good good luck, bud. Good luck. Uh, this one is called... And I'm personally offended by this one. This is called The Girl in the Workout Gear. Man for woman. Oh, it starts our favorite way, Scott. Uh-huh. I seen you. Oh, I love it when people type the way they talk. I seen you twice over the past week. It seems we're on the same schedule for essential shopping. You always wear workout gear, but I'm not sure it's because you're actually working out. You wore slippers with your Nike pants. <laughs> and you had a sweatband on with a really cute bun on the top. You were cute with no makeup on even. It was the shopper's drug mart by the Food Basics. We exchanged looks and our eyes locked a couple of times. But after you were done your purchase, you drove off before I could talk to you. You were driving a small white car and I was walking towards you. I'm the one with the black truck. Um, okay, so sometimes when you think, we locked eyes, that's really them catching you staring. Yeah, that's so, all that is. <laughs> and trying not to be rude by going, what do you want? Yeah, uh, why are you staring at me? What is it? What? What? And by the and way, there's a lot of people wearing workout gear that aren't working out right now. Why don't you just leave it? Leave it alone. You don't, you don't have to call them out on it. Just let it be, man. They want to wear a sweatband just for watching Netflix. Let them wear a sweatband just for binging all day, okay? Leave you it know, alone. Back in February, for example, if you saw someone walk into Walmart with leggings and slippers on, you probably could have raised an eyebrow. Now, anything goes. Just leave it alone. Anything goes. Leave it alone. Hair up in a bun? That probably was a necessity, not an option. It's just got to go in a bun because there's nothing else I can do with it. Not wearing makeup? Yeah, we save a little money that way, okay? We don't have to put it on for people right now. We're not putting it on for people right now. Do you know how expensive it is? The good stuff? There's two different types of people in this pandemic, cat. There's people who will just... Uh, I got to go to the grocery store, so I'll head over to Zayers, but I'm just wearing my slippers. I don't even care. I'm not <laughs> yeah. trying to impress anybody. I've seen so many I'm people in their pajamas shopping lately. I think it's great. And then there's me, for example, the other type of person who I had a shower and did my hair yesterday to go to the store. For a big day out on the town or to what? To get milk. It was like my big outing for the day. Ooh, I better, better put some clean clothes on and have a shower and spray some cologne. Because I'm going over to the gas station to pick up some milk. Yeah. It's a big day. <laughs> Gotta smell good. Look good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there really are two types. But let the other type be, okay? You don't need to go out of your way to point it out. Just leave it alone. Don't say a word about it.